Okay, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror, one movie at a time. I'm your host, Otis, and I am ever joined by Katie. Hi. Emma. Oh, me? Hi. And Micah. Sorry, dears, I was a mile away, but I'm back now. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so sit back and relax and enjoy our review of A Tale of Two Sisters. Our sorrow was conceived long before our birth. That was a lot. Yikes. Just, just like this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that music. Garbage ghouls and honor, yes. Take a seat and take a rest. From behind the curtain, a disconcerting nod. It's time to listen to the Spooky Movie Squad. <laughs> Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 224 of this awesome podcast. Whoa. And it is chapter two in Foreign Horror. So, Horror Horror. <laughs> so, all the other years that we've done Foreign Horror, we we <laughs> being really sorry settled horn he was horror. laughing at horn forer oh it took him a minute <laughs> we, we, we out here horn for <laughs> but uh the last time we did horn for we picked a lot of <laughs> korean films and we weren't being really specific with it it's just we would go through all the scary movies that we saw and like damn Haunted Asylum. That sounds pretty good. Oh, goddamn, it was. <laughs> and we just went from there. So I when I picked my movie, I tried my best not to do a Korean film, even though they're always usually great. But we dip back into another Korean film, a South Korean film this they're time. All South Korean films. Oh, okay. I was gonna say um, the bad one. They don't make movies. Uh-huh. Um, apparently, there's a show. Where like a North Korean guy meets a South Korean girl, and then they like, and then he moves to South Korea somehow. No, I think it's like kind of Romeo and Juliet. Apparently, it's a really good fucking show, but everybody's like, mm. <laughs> a little too close to home. You know? Yeah, I think they make this North Korean guy like, I don't know. It was weird. I, I remember reading about it, but we picked a Korean film, actually Emma, but we all said yeah, <laughs> we watched it, but we picked. A Tale of Two Sisters. And no, not the American remake. And no, not the three other versions before this. This They've done this movie back in like the fucking 20s and stuff like that. So no, it was the 40s. Some time period before this. But no, we're doing the 2003 version. Directed by one Kim Ji Woon. And so I don't know if anybody remembers that name, but we did a movie by him called I Saw the Devil. That was the one with the guy from Old Boy, the original one, not the one with Thanos <laughs> by Spike Lee. But it had that guy and he raped that like FBI agent's wife and killed her. And he just proceeds yeah. to torture him for two and a half hours and finally kill him. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a wild ass movie. That was a wild ass movie. Yeah. And then he did really good. Yeah. And then he did the good, the bad, and the weird, which is a spoof kind of of the good, bad, and the ugly. And it's a really good fucking movie. And I'm actually, I'm going to sit everybody down and watch it. It's very funny and very silly. But um, 
no, we we finally found one of the not first because he did movies before this one, but one of his bigger ones. Like anytime I see a list, this movie is always up there, and they're like, "You gotta watch it. It's it's a crazy movie." And they always say like, "Well, scare your pants off." And like my pants are already off, sir. But <laughs> <laughs> I live that way, right? But no, it's. It's an interesting one, and I learned it's actually based on Korean folktale back in the day. And I'll actually go over the folk tale a little bit later because the story would be like, oh, okay, this is what that movie's about, kind of. So I'll talk about it later, but I didn't know it was a folk tale, so I thought that was pretty cool. Hmm. But before we get into that, hey, Katie, if somebody wanted to tweet us anything about foreign horror where could they tweet us allentown pod we have an email it is allentown presents at gmail.com and we have a facebook at allentown presents i remember to do that earlier in the episode so katie thumbs up thumbs down just something a little quick about it but what did you think about a tale of two sisters um this (laughs) one is getting a thumbs sideways neither up nor down because the first like 40 minutes of this movie were boring as shit and I was like in and out of sleep and then the back half got really interesting but still really fucking confusing like it was very hard to tell what was real and what wasn't because this like weird schizophrenia type story hard to hard to distinguish what's going on so right in the middle and it wasn't too scary there was only a couple of like oh that was kind of jumpy moments so in the middle emma i would have to agree except mine would probably be slightly more down than in the middle but still middle-esque um i feel like we've been talking about this movie for a couple of years and i feel like if we would have approached this earlier in the podcast potentially could have had a different reaction true but it just felt flat for the way that it was like described and built up and from the trailer and all the things i was like i was really looking forward to this and also i was very confused I had no idea what was going on. I couldn't keep up with it. I kept asking Micah. I was like, what is happening? And then he's like, I still don't know. Yeah, there is a lot of that. (laughs) I I don't. So, yeah, I mean, it happened. So, yeah, there's that. (laughs) So, slightly below middle thumb for me, Micah. Uh, Thumbs down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I couldn't get into it, couldn't follow it, and then the big twist at the end was just kind of, oh, well, yeah, okay, which is which is a shame because this is my jam, and I don't know, maybe it was just the fact that I just couldn't get interested in it, like, I just wasn't invested at all. Um, every time they had, like, a flashback that kind of gave clues towards what was happening, it would go so fast that it was like, okay, look, are you trying to give us a clue or are you just trying to show flashes that like, hey, these are Easter eggs and if you catch them, great. If you don't, then keep on watching. Um, 
I don't know. It just the music was great. I I thought the music was was cool. It it seemed like this movie definitely seemed like if uh like we married horror and soap opera into the same genre. Absolutely. So that's what that's kind of the, this is like the soap opera of horror movies. Which if we're looking at it like that, then great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It was a, it was a fun idea. It was just it I couldn't get that invested in it, which is why it's the just horror sometime. days of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, Micah took the words out of my mouth. It's it's that type of film where you have to go into it just with a different mindset. And at first, I didn't think I would have to. I thought it was going to be just a crazy just blah, shit popping out everywhere kind of thing. And it wasn't. It was a very slow burn kind of film. But then it was the, you know, show don't tell kind of approach with it, which is ridiculous because that's even more of a slow burn. So it was like the slowest of burns. So if I had to do a thumbs up, thumbs down or in the middle, like fucking Street Fighter. And that's how Bison did his thumbs up. It was to the side. Um, Act one and two. Side in Bison thumb. And then act three fucking thumbs up because i i understood where the fucking track was and i hopped on and i was like oh okay oh okay this should happen oh shit didn't think that was that thing there was a point where i told katie i was like oh so it it, there actually is this thing oh okay there is that thing i was like well goddamn so it was just like double loaded in this whole movie ain't that a bitch so it (laughs) cool like third act was 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 fun and in like in wrestling we have too many wrestlers in a match where it's like oh katie's fighting emma here comes bella and then micah and then otis like god damn this is like overbooked why y'all have everybody that's one night it's kind of how it was it was just super like that cat i'm coming it was like super overbooked horror movie which you don't Mm -hmm. really get that much i guess fred versus jason was kind of overbooked because it was two bad guys fighting each other but it, I, I like the end and knowing where the finish line was. I think if I watched it again, I would appreciate more of the beginning mm-hmm. knowing what I do. It's kind of like with the sixth sense. First time I watched the sixth sense, I was like, damn, that was really fucking good. And I went back and watched it. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. That little thing right there. Oh, god damn. He never did change his clothes. Ain't that a bitch? It's just. <laughs> little things popped up and probably if i go back there'll be little things i'm thinking of it now and there's multiple scenes where i was like oh that's why he treated his wife like that okay oh ain't that a bitch so it makes more sense now that i think about it but watching it first time yeah yeah it's not you know (laughs) It, it wasn't enough for me but like i said thinking of it in a different way it was pretty dang cool so We'll get through this story and I'll do my best with names and stuff. I actually wrote it. Uh, what's the word? Like what phonetically? How you mm-hmm. would say it? I did that with a couple and I actually listened to how they said their names. And then I like spelled it out like like a shitty American would. <laughs> so I was like, I'm right. So uh, <laughs> I'll try to work it out. But this story, it actually was going to be probably 30 or 40 minutes longer. Jesus Christ. Than it was. Nope. But the director, he had to shave it down because, boy, howdy, it was already two hours. And so they were like, yeah, man, you got to cut this bad boy. 
So there were tons more scenes. And he actually said, it's like, it's a shame because the things that got cut out would have just added to it. So you um, could have cut a random 20 minutes from the beginning and been fine. Yup. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but like I said, a pretty good slow burn. So it's good, but it's one of those psychological ones that it's just a lot. And I just realized I never really kind of gave a quick synopsis about it. So it's about a daughter. Her name is uh, Sue Mill, which is what they say. It's probably a little off, but she comes home from a crazy a mental institution and she heads back home with her dad and his and I guess her new stepmother and everything just starts falling apart mentally and physically and she has to deal with a lot of problems in the house and along with her little sister uh it, like I said it's it's a crazy one and it, it reminded me of a film that we watched earlier actually for I think last year's foreign horror so I'll bring that up later because if I say the name of that movie somebody out there will be like oh is that what it is and no no I, I can't say it but <laughs> but we'll get there so uh like I said before Sue Mill she is in a mental institution and the opening scene they set it up that it might you don't know really when this happened it could have been at the beginning or it could be one of those Hey, let's do a flashback and talk about what happened, how I got here. So the uh, director said he left that ambiguous because he didn't want people to know if that she was just going into the crazy house or was she already there. So she gets released and she seems to be doing better. And she heads back home to her, her, her family's like sweet ass house. That thing was gigantic. So uh, she's with her father and her younger sister, Suya. And they're running around happy to be together again. And unfortunately, he, uh, the dad, has a new stepmother, a new wife. And her name is Yunju. And she is a poophead. <laughs> and uh, she, she's a big, lady. Yeah, she's a big old grump. And even from the beginning, the way they talk to each other is very, very strained and just. And I get it, you know, there are a lot of people that have stepbrother, stepmothers and stepfathers and stuff. And they're like, you know, I'm a dad, <laughs> you know, I'm a mom. So I, I, I get that, you know. So even from the beginning, we start to see weird things happen. Sumil, she has a weird dream, multiple dreams, actually, in the first night. Well, one that someone runs into her room. She just hears steps running into a room and then the door gets opened and she sees like this hand kind of pushed the door open and she like covers her head with the sheets it's too young was having that was that the dreams so that's the sister yeah because the sister's the one that's freaking out and then she comes back and crawls in her bed i know why i said it like that but yes so young has the weird dream <laughs> and someone lifts the sheets off of her and she freaks out and heads to sue mills room and they just you know stay stay close to each other so i get that we see that the mom and the dad they have a very strained relationship to the point where the mom is like getting dressed up and she's like hey i'm gonna look sexy tonight maybe you know we can have get busy and he lays in bed for a little bit and then just moves to another room and just sleeps somewhere else he's like i don't even want to be in the same room with you like i said watching this again you're like oh that's why he moved okay, okay. so it's 
it, it oh man it, it's weird stuff that night sumil actually has a dream also and she sees her mom and her head is like sagging to the side and she hops onto the bed and then there's like metaphors about periods and blood and a hand <laughs> pops out of the bottom of the dress it, it, like it's a lot of metaphors about bleeding in this movie but um yeah it, it gets pretty crazy so the next day uh she finds all these photos and we get the slow burn realization of what happened to the family and we see that the new mom yunju she was actually working with the dad and so she was a nurse and that's how they met and then you see the pictures it's just like the mom and dad and the two girls and then you see the new mom just kind of in the corner she's like just a friend and then she just gets closer and closer to the middle of the picture and then the mom is gone out of the pictures you're like oh shit so like i said there's reasons that the girls really don't like her so and we find out that the mom she was terminally ill and so she was sick and so the only other movie i could think of like this was actually in the hatchet films where sick they at some point, I think it said something. Yeah, I think was. the mom was, yeah. I think that's the reason that he it's real shitty. Okay. And I want to say that third hatchet film where they explain why Victor was the way he was, because the dad, when the mom was sick, he had an affair with the nurse that was living there with them. And so when she had her baby, the mom put a curse on the baby. And then Victor came out looking all crazy. So yep. like I said, so it, you know, it, it happens. So Sumil, she sees bruises on her sister and she yells at her. She's like, tell me who did this, even though there's only two other people in the house. But um, she actually confronts the mom or the stepmom about the bruises. And but she she refuses to apologize. She's, you know, she says that, you you know, you girls are are crap. (laughs) Hell yeah, get y'all shit together. You know, he's like, I'm your mom. You can't call anybody else mom because I'm the only one. And you looking at these pictures of your dead mommy, it's not going to change anything. He's like, I'm your new mom. I'm like, God damn, man. So, like I said, she's a very shitty lady. So, that night, the uncle and aunt, it got kind of confusing because they don't really fully explain it, but I've seen a couple people talk about it. But the uncle and aunt, they actually come to dinner. And the aunt, actually, before that, the stepmom is telling all these stories and the aunt and uncle say like, I don't remember that. I don't remember these stories. And she's like, why aren't you laughing? And they're like, I don't, I don't get it. And then the aunt, she sees something and starts to have a seizure, freaks the fuck out on the floor. And then later while they are heading home, she says that she saw a little girl, a dead girl under the sink looking at her and that just set off a fucking seizure in her so the stepmom she goes to see what's under the sink and she sees like a um what a hair not what a hair clip was that what yeah, it was? A barrette. yeah a barrette and she reaches for it and in the background we actually see someone sitting at the dinner table someone in a green dress we'll see that dress later <laughs> and then oh lordy there is a dead girl under the sink and she freaks the fuck out. So, like I said, it's this house is weird. People are weird. So, the stepmom, 
she gets even more mean with her stepdaughters because she finds one of her pet birds. Actually, the dad found the pet bird and it was like it was dead. So someone killed the bird and she actually rolls up on Su- uh, Suya and grills her because apparently the younger daughter is the easiest one to work on because she didn't fight as much. And so she yells at her and tells her, like, who did it? Which one of you did it? And she shows that someone went through all the pictures of the family and ripped or marked out her face. <laughs> so she's like, oh, I know y'all hate me. I don't give a fuck. But who who killed my bird? And locks her in this closet. There were nods to the closet being a, an issue because... Uh, Sue Mills, she actually says that she's trying to remove the closet from uh, her sister's room. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's really fucking weird. Why, what's the issue with that closet? And multiple times in the movie, the camera kind of like pans into corners and sh- kind of shows the closet for a little bit. And we've seen ghosts kind of jack with it. So after all this stuff, Sue Mills, she actually talks to the dad about the abuse. And it's like, this chick is crazy. Why is she here? And the dad tells her to to calm down. Why are you acting like this? And she's like, acting like what? What are you talking about? And the dad tells her that Suya is dead. She's been dead this whole time. You got to stop talking about her. And Suya is right next to her looking at her. And and Sumo's like, say something. Like, say something. And Suya just backs up and just starts screaming. So that part was actually a lot for me. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. No. I was like, like, what the fuck? (laughs) So at this point, I was like, I don't. Okay. So she's dead the whole time. Okay. That reminds me of a movie. Okay, sweet. The next morning, the stepmother, she comes into the house like it's fucking evil Christmas, dragging a, a, a bloody sack through the house and she starts beating the shit out of it. So instantly we're like, oh, yeah, well, it that- is wild as hell. Like, right. what the fuck did she kill? Right. And we're like, oh, that's got to be that's got to be Sue Young, Sue yeah. in the bag. Right. It's got to be. And so the stepmother and Sue Mill, they actually get into a fight. And it was actually a pretty funny ass fight. Uh, and Sue Mill, she hits her head and goes to Concussion County. She takes a fucking red eye there. <laughs> and <laughs> she. She gets dragged out of the room by the stepmother and just dropped off in the hallway. And the stepmother is like, you know, I told you you were going to regret this. You like, you remember? Remember when I told you this a long time ago? She's she's just laying there looking at her. The stepmother comes into the house with a, I don't know, some giant bust that was outside or in the house somewhere, I guess. Blaster bust. Yeah. Yeah. And lifts it over her head. She's about to brain this goddamn kid and it just just out of nowhere and then the dad comes home and she drops it and just disappears runs away yeah <laughs> and the dad sets picks up sue mill gives her pills and tells her like hey these these pills will help you just relax but no he didn't pick up sue mill he picked up the stepmother and the stepmother asks like where's where's sue mill and then the dad's like what are you talking about and then someone else walks into the house it's the stepmother (laughs) and then the camera does this cool 360 pan around both of them and the stepmother that's bloody sitting on the couch turns into 
Sue Mill. And when we see, they start doing some clips back into the movie, and we see the sack that had a beat-up girl in it. No, it just had dolls, porcelain dolls and in like it. Like a marionette, like a larger marionette. Yeah, and she was just beating the shit out of a doll. And <clears throat> we realize that Sue Mill and the dad were the only people in this house. And so you think about all the other scenes it's like oh that's why at the party the aunt and uncle were just confused and stayed quiet and they were just like weird the whole time because the daughter is talking like she's the wife and they're like what are you talking about and it just makes more sense why there were scenes that's why the dad didn't stay in bed with his daughter and slept somewhere else and i was like oh well damn and so, like I said, it makes more sense. So she has disassociative identity disorder, other things, schizophrenia, probably. She's got everything. That's what schizophrenia is. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's like the fancy way. She's crazy. Yeah. And so they say it's just two personalities, but I kind of think it was kind of a third one there, too. So she's playing herself. It was her and her stepmom and her sister. Kind of. But yes. So she played all three of these people. And Yeah. So the real stepmom and the dad send her back to the mental institution. So they're like, she's not better. We got to send her here. And the stepmother tries to be good to her and she doesn't want any of it. You know, Sue Mills like grabs on her arm. She's like, let me go. And she lets, you know, she rips her arm away and she leaves. And so at this part in the movie, I was like, is this the end? And I, you know, I like looked at my watch and I was like, nah, that's like another 15. Oh shit. Nighttime at the house. It's like fucking paranormal activity when you think it's all over and it's like night 72. I'm like, oh shit. So we go back to the house. The stepmother hears footsteps <laughs> upstairs. And so she heads to Suya's old bedroom. The bedroom was nailed off so no one could go in. The nails are out. She heads into the room. It's completely open, but she sees something behind the curtains. She pulls like the curtain. Sucks itself into yeah. the curtain. She pulls the curtains back, sees nothing, and then the door slams shut. And just like the sixth sense, it is cold as fuck in the room. And it's like, oh shit, this house is really fucking haunted. <laughs> and then the closet opens. The same closet that they've kept showing in this movie. And then we see a ghost come out and we don't see a lot of it but later on we understand the same ghost like green dress ghost girl that's been in other parts of the movie yeah so i'll just <laughs> kind of jump forward a little bit and bring it back it's suya's ghost and suya finally gets herself some revenge on the stepmom and i was like well Stepmom really wasn't that bad, really. It yeah, it was all like... the sister being like with her dissociative disorder. And then flashback again. So we get another flashback to the night till the day where everything fell apart. So while the mom was still alive, the dad, I guess they revealed that that he was having an affair with the stepmom, and she's there. And so Sue Mill runs to her room and Suya must have done something because the stepmom, the new stepmom just pours her food out and was like, I guess you ain't hungry. 
And it's like, God damn, like what's happening? Oh, or she poured it out. Anyway, she goes to she made her pour it out. Yeah. She goes to her room and then she looks into the closet and finds her mom. Her mom has hung herself in the closet. And overdosed. Yes. So she grabs at her mom, trying to get her get out of there. Loose. And the closet falls on her. Yeah. It's like a big armoire. Yeah. So everybody in the house hears the bump. And the stepmom goes up there. So she sees the closet flipped over. And I think one of the arms, one of her arms is out and she's asking for help. Yeah, she's like clicking on the on the ground, yeah. trying to get someone's attention. So Suya is struggling for help. And the stepmom leaves. And so Sumil is like, Why are you up here? Why why are you up here? We don't care about you. Go away. And then the stepmom, I could just feel it. The stepmom's like, You're gonna regret this moment. Like, just remember this, just like earlier in the movie. It's like, you're going to hate this choice that you just made. And then Sue Mill leaves the house and she goes out to the dock. And then the stepmom just lets Suya die in the room. (laughs) So I was like, oh, she is a piece of shit. Okay, that's why the the version that Sue Mill made was a piece of shit. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And Suya dies. And so that's it. And then the movie ends. And so tons of flashbacks, tons of, hey, now you'll get the full story. But now it makes more sense. So there were multiple scenes in the movie where you just see someone, just a little girl in spots. The house was haunted, even though Sumil was just making a version of Suya. There was a Suya in the house. Which is weird. So it was too silly. Like I said, this movie had so many layers to it. It just felt very overbooked in points. But yes, that was a tale of two sisters. It was crazy. Like I said, third act was fucking great. I loved it. And it just added way too much to it. So it was madness. But Katie, who is your favorite character in A Tale of Two Sisters? That would be Suya, the sister. Um, She was just like this sweet little angel baby the whole t- the whole time yeah uh she was like odd for her age for sure she was i think the girls were sp- both supposed to be like late middle school maybe early high school age but it definitely seemed like suya was um like younger like significantly younger she acted more like she was only 10 even though she was clearly a teenager um and i don't know i really liked her character she was just kind of meek and she didn't do anything wrong the whole yeah. time like she's just like a normal fucking person whereas the rest of the cast was not emma uh since you already said suya i'm gonna go with my runner-up and say the music when it happened was my favorite character because yep. because I got so confused on all the back and forth and all the the weird shit. I was like, "Are you real? Are you like a weird ass spirit that's trying to make this girl think something is a something or a, a thing <laughs> with a, a a mom or what?" So I was like, "We're going with the music." So yeah, that was mine because it was beautiful and a welcome relief every few minutes so micah yeah there were characters in this movie damn (laughs) i i I didn't have a favorite i don't think many of the characters in this movie were likable so bingo 
So uh, Mike, I don't get it, man. Mike is just in my head usually in, in these reviews. Get out of my head. Look, but, I was gone for a minute, but I'm back now. Okay. <laughs> in pod form. In pod form. <laughs> so my favorite character was the build to the third act. Boy, howdy. If if I could go to the past looking like Doc Brown hopping out of my DeLorean, I would tell past Otis, holy shit, this movie is kind of quiet at the beginning. Wake yourself up and get ready for the third act. Then I get back into the DeLorean and actually I come back and give them lotto numbers and then I go back to the future. (laughs) It blew my mind. I was like, damn, this slow fucking build to this. I was like, it was it was great. Like third act was fucking banger, man. But it it builds up and uh, Accented Cinema is a YouTube channel I watch and uh, I want to say he's Korean and he lives in Canada, but he talks about horror movies. And he he talked about a tale of two sisters, and then he brought up another one. I gotta remember the name, but he said it is the slowest of slow burns. But he said, "Fuck!" When it actually gets there, it's amazing. But he's like, "I understand why people get turned off from this movie because it's like an hour of nothing scary, any nothing horror adjacent." And he's like, "You just gotta you make it." And I was like, "Damn, that's crazy!" You know. But no, this this film, it kind of felt like that. There were at least there were remnants, little crumbs of something creepy in that fucking house. Mm. But when you get to the third act, boy howdy. Thumbs up. So Katie, who was your least favorite character? And it's probably gonna be everybody's least favorite character. The stepmom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say why. Watch this movie and you'll see why. Emma. On the train, two two. Mm-hmm. Like a, I'm gonna say the dad was pretty goddamn shitty. You were right. He definitely wasn't paying attention, and when everybody heard that big old slam and nobody reacted to it, you know what? The first thing I would have fucking done reacted to it. Holy shit! Yeah, like it was just a cascade of errors that he could have seen coming from a mile away, and didn't do jack shit to stop it. Every time something would happen, he's just standing there going like. Well, I I don't think I'm needed here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go out to the tool shed and <laughs> hit, hit something with a hammer. <laughs> he, just, he just always stood there, like in the shadows, just going like, "Hmm, well, there there's uh, some uh, drama dramatics. <laughs> there's some there's some baby mama llama drama happening here. So, oh my I'm god, that was so many words. Go not here." <laughs> He said, baby mama llama drama. They spit on you. <laughs> they spit the drama in your face. I yeah, choo choo. I, I wrote evil stepmother. And it's funny, the the I don't know, the ghost after image stepmother and the real one. They're both horrible. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, so the stepmom's probably not that bad. And then 10 minutes later, I was like, oh wow, she's worse. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the stepmom's shitty. So, yeah. <laughs> so let's do seven-word synopsis. So I got a couple because, like I said, it reminded me of another movie. So my first one is, movie is Goodnight Mommy's Older Korean Sister. So if you remember the movie, Goodnight Mommy, it's about the two twins. And the mom gets, like, a facelift. And she comes home with bandages. And they're like, you're not our mom. And the whole movie is them trying to figure out if it's actually their mom or just some crazy lady that 
gotten to their house and it's just a very much a slow burn and then you find out one of the kids is a fucking ghost the whole time or in his head <laughs> and it was their mom and then they all die so it, it, it was a weird one so my next one lonely lose your fucking mind for family that's how you get more family just lose your mind uh, ghosts all in her head no wait I was like oh let's just go oh shit no it's not um, slow burn third act was pretty good Katie wish the excitement started 20 minutes earlier <laughs> and fuck that stepmom for letting Sue Young die Emma Mike do you have any or do you want me to go first oh yeah I'll, I'll go first I don't care that's fine yours are more exciting <laughs> They're really the last time. I still have no idea what's happening. And Here. Summit Mount, what's your point anytime now? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's I can just see Micah. He's like uh from Pulp Fiction when John Travolta's like in that, that meme where he just like looks around, he's like, Where the fuck? <laughs> That's Micah in the theater when he went to go see a tale of two sisters. He's like, What the fuck was that? <laughs> You're saying it. Now I'm thinking it. Right. He gets to the end of the movie. So I watched it all, but I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> I was not happy in this movie. So um oh, I'll bring it up now before we get to oh, everything else. I have, to go. I, have oh. I have to do mine. Sorry. Uh it's okay. Mine are short and fast. Uh why always the hair in the face? Yeah. And so then can't tell who they are. Yup. Look, 2003 felt a little emo. Okay, let them have this. Goddamn. Let them feel their feels. Right. And then bad mommy and scurrying feet. No, thanks. <laughs> and then my alliterative cinematic psychological story shows scared, scarred sisters. Because I was confused until the end. I like that that was alliterative, but literally was C P. S S S S. That's correct. Fantastic. It's the best yep. type of alliteration. You like? You, <laughs> yeah. It's technically That's correct. English alliteration. That poor, the, <laughs> those poor little girls needed some CPS called. Yeah, they did. Goddamn right. <laughs> that was Hi. a, a hid, hidden message. Right. Hi. Oh. I think this girl's acting like the mom. Could y'all please come check on them? <laughs> yeah. Talk about fucking characters that didn't make a lick of sense in this movie until the <laughs> very end. That aunt and uncle or brother, like it was very what the fuck role are they for a while? Yeah. They were just unhappy to be in the room. Yeah, and it didn't make <laughs> any sense until like the last three minutes of the movie. I was like, oh, it wasn't her that makes so much sense now but shit was wild <laughs> so earlier i said that this was based on a korean folktale i'm gonna fuck these names up so you know bear with me or don't you know i don't care but the story of Zhanghua and hongryon and so those two names it means rose flower and red lotus so the mom and dad they have two kids just like the two girls in this uh they're not twins or anything one is like two years older and so the mom dies and then the dad remarries and the stepmother is a piece of shit and they have three sons. And so she's like, I hate those girls. I'm gonna find a way to kill them. And so the oldest girl, she's going to get married. Hooray. And then they put a dead rat in her bed. And the mom is like, hey, look, 
she had a fetus. Like, I, can't, I don't know. She had an aborted fetus. She wasn't a virgin. Kick her out. And the dad's like, wow, you're not a virgin. Get out of my house. And so she dies. So she goes to the river because she doesn't know what to do with her life. And the oldest brother kicks her in the river and she drowns. But it's all right. A tiger comes out and eats his arm and leg. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So um, then the youngest sister, she kills herself because she's like, well, my sister's gone. So what are we going to do? And then every time a new mayor of the town got into office, they died the next night. And so everybody's like, fuck, what is happening? And then a brave young mayor, <laughs> it's not even a prince, it's just a mayor. Uh, he's like, he talks to the ghost girls and they're like, I just want everyone to know that my stepmom's a piece of shit. And they're like, oh, I can do that. And then they actually do an autopsy on the dead rat fetus. It's not a people fetus. It's just it's a dead a rat. Thanks. <laughs> and the mayor not sends- Not a people fetus. Right. And then the mayor sends the mom, the stepbrother that has one leg and arm, Everybody except the dad. Dad didn't know any of this. Sends them <laughs> to death. Hooray. And then the dad remarries a couple of years later. And he has a dream about the girls. And they're like, well, we want to see you again. And then the mom has twins. And he names them Red Flower and Red Lotus. A Rose Flower and Red Lotus. Hooray. They're Yikes. back together again. And, and that's kind of <laughs> what this story was based on. Kind of. There was no tiger. So I'm upset. Oi. <laughs> tiger, I'm like, holy shit, that tiger came out. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I just sat up in the seat if a tiger came out and just ate somebody. I tried to eat Right? So, minority kill count. None. So, <laughs> we're still at 218 and a Tito turtle. That number's going to change soon. In like two weeks. So, um, let me see. This film came out June 13th, 2003. So, what are you... Cool cats and kittens. I haven't said that in a year. Uh, think the budget was Katie two dollar reduce, two dollar reduce, Emma ten dollar reduce, ten dollar reduce, Micah. You can summon Mount What's Your Point anytime now, yeah, Micah. You're right, you're right. Micah about to be mean. Four dollar reduce, four dollar reduce. I felt that Micah felt like he's being mean. So, the less mean than me, the closest to the pin was Micah. The budget was $3.7 reduce. Wowie. So, what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? Uh, I think I said $6 reduce. I don't know. That was laying on top of my... She sure is. Right on top of my stuff, so it's fine. She's like, the box office is me. Yeah, <laughs> one Bella. Uh, Emma. Considering that I read at the time this was the highest grossing Korean film... Uh, I'm gonna go with seventy-five dollar dues. Micah, eight dollar dues. That's so cute, everybody here. And you think because I said y'all are so cute that it was an absurd number? No, it made one dollar do. Closest. So for Boom. its for its I time, because I read that fun fact. And it actually, the way it, I read it was the highest grossing fucking Korean horror film, full stop. And I was like, well, what? Really? And then I looked it up. No. For its time, yes. But not, no. Because Train to Busan shit on this movie financially. Oh, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I thought Train to Busan made a ton. I was like, it how did. did this movie do better than that? And I was didn't. like, 
So I looked it up. But for its time, yes, a, a, a fucking horror movie in Korea in 2003. Apparently, there was this lull of scary movies for Korea. Apparently, Japanese scary movies are even worse. Like, I watched this, like, review of uh, Japanese. I want to say it's, or it wasn't Can- Cantonese. Somewhere, <laughs> not in America, their horror movies are so bad because they have so many rules. You can't show, like, blood can't show demons and so all the scary things happen and at the end it's like oh that was just a dream katie was just breathing vapors so that goes that was china i think yeah so all the things that have a lot of rules yeah so all the restrictions yeah all the things that were attacking katie just in her head i'm like what and so yes so this film when it came out a million probably fucking amazing and like i said reviews everybody's like this movie's good but yeah, <laughs> I saw that and then I looked at the number. I was like, is, was that a billion? No, it's a million. I was like, but it said it high grossing. But, and I looked and I actually did diligence on this because usually I don't. If if there's no budget to box off, I'm like, I guess not. And I move on with my life. But I actually looked it up because I was curious about that sentence that said it was highest grossing. Yeah, for 2003, it was. So, yeah, I guess it didn't make its money, but everyone talks about it so i guess it still did uh, fine i guess so i mean hey we can officially mark it off our list of hey we watched that yay movies i never have to watch again yeah there was yay! a scary there was a meme i saw and it was like this movie on netflix is the scariest movie people had heart attacks and shit themselves when they watched it oh, i was like victoria or veronica. veronica yeah i watched that 2 hour movie and I'd ever been so mad. I he was... was so heated when I got home that day. <laughs> it wasn't scary at all. He was like, was like, what a waste of my fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't... <laughs> I couldn't he was so anything mad. Else. And, and I was like, like yeah. just like when I finished fucking Disco Elysium. <laughs> you were pissed. <laughs> Mike was so pissed with that game. <laughs> oh, man. I never heard him be so mad. <laughs> That's it. That's how we start our rant podcast, Otis. You you rant about the movie, and I'll rant about. <laughs> oh man, I got tons of movies. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that was a waste of my goddamn time. I could have painted a fucking wall or something instead of watching that. Uh, <laughs> at least I could have painted paint a fucking wall. Right? That was <laughs> literally <laughs> nothing else that he could have done. I could have painted a wall. Right? There's so many things oh, that I'm I. So proud don't really want to do but i could have did it then because i wasted two hours of my life like fuck man get on the roof clean clean the gutters shit right gutters and watch that movie so does anybody have anything else to say about a tale of two sisters i really don't (laughs) (laughs) okay so with that that is the end of the show so if you have any other cool fun facts about korean films and and God, I hope they make another Haunted Asylum one. You can tweet us at Allentownpod. We have an email it is. Allentownpresents at gmail.com. What do you have on Facebook at? Allentownpresents. I shook my head like I was at Gungan in fucking Phantom Menace. <laughs> so, <laughs> with that, we have, I believe, if I count it right. Boston. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name. Thank you. Uh, we have two more foreign, or, or how'd y'all say it? Horn, horror. Horn, horror. Horn, horror. We out here horn for her. Yeah, we're out here horn <laughs> out on the street. I don't look good in shit. <laughs> right. We have two more. I don't care in. how I look in them. I wear them all the time. <laughs> Gucci daddy shorts. Right. 
<laughs> but we have two more four and four films and then ladies and gentlemen uh what uh what guys yeah, sorry I, I heard this this saying online it's like guys and something in all my non-binary friends so something around with friends but uh, anyway yeah but we are two weeks away two weeks removed from the fourth annual halloween screamathon we're shit i'm so excited uh the the set list is is good really good i said it like a question but it actually is good uh tons of guests we got people from other shows and they're like holy shit i can be on it they're like you goddamn right you can and they're like holy shit i'm excited and then we got a special some special stuff so i'm very pumped for it so stick with us man in two weeks if you need content are you going on a long fucking drive are you in a funeral you don't care about you need something to listen to Yikes. that was a lot <laughs> <laughs> you could not be more spooky movie squad than that statement right there oh, you got a funeral God. you don't care about did you kill the victim oh my listen God. to this podcast yeah, are you at- currently burying a body right now and need something to distract your arms from getting tired want some shovel digging music here you go right are you at great uncle uh giuseppe's funeral and you want to listen to a are review you- about a movie are you currently at your shitty minimum wage job and hating your life? Listen to us. Yeah. We'll help it go quick. Yep. Goddamn right we will. <laughs> so, like always, thank you so much for listening. Wait, did I say everything else? No. So the music is probably over by now. But the music you were listening to, that is flipping a combined effort, flipping a CE anywhere you can hear them. The studio pizzas, thank you so much for the artwork. Now, so... With that, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another Horn 4 film. Bye, guys. Bye. Toots! How are you feeling today, Micah? Man, the voices. They just just keep coming. We've talked talked about this. There there are no voices. What are you hearing? You know, it's just these four people, and they're talking about some... I don't know, man. Micah. You're listening to the Spooky Movie Squad. There's no voices. Whoa. Now that's spooky.